Hi, good morning and good day everyone. Welcome. Yes, welcome to English for Oral Communication with me Hazra in edition 2011. Yes, for your information, we are broadcasting live all the way from our main campus Jalan Tun Ismail Kuala Lumpur Open University Malaysia. Okay, how are you? Hope all of you is ready to listen to another interesting topic for today. So today I will share with you some brief tips or some issues on listening in formal or academic context. So if you still remember uh, the last topic, okay, the previous topic 3, we were introduced to active listening skills. So today this topic will hopefully explain some techniques and skills of listening in a formal and academic context. Uh, listening in formal and academic situations requires knowledge of specific skills such as you know uh, knowing the purpose of listening listening for ideas in a sequence listening for language cues to differentiate uh, between fact and opinion determining meaning from the speaker's intonation and enhancing understanding based on complete text Okay so always remember these are skills which are quite useful in your studies. Okay for example uh, let's say when you listen to lectures you need to be able to discern and pick up uh, some main ideas from trivial details. Okay so right after this we will talk about some different purposes in listening. Don't go anywhere more coming up after this break. Yes, be informed, be inspired and be entertained. That's iRadio all about. We give you nothing but the very best for our listeners of iRadio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you. Thank you very much for still listening to English for Oral Communication OUMH 1303 in today's edition, Listening in Formal or Academic Context. So early on, uh, we did discuss some introduction yes introduction for this topic and we will explain some techniques and skills of listening in a formal and academic context so because listening in formal and uh, formal and academic situations does requires knowledge of specific skills uh, such as knowing the purposes of listening listening for ideas in a sequence listening for even language cues to differentiate between fact and opinion and also determining meaning from the speaker's intonation and enhancing understanding based on complete text so what do you know about different purposes in listening right do you know that in an academic situation the skills you need for efficient listening mainly revolve around the ability to listen to content delivered in classrooms from your lecturers or from your teachers so an important skills would thus be the um, ability to identify the overall topic of a lecture and perhaps follow the development of main ideas in addition you need to be able to identify some relationships between ideas and supporting points You also need to be able to make uh, some interpretations and inferences including identifying cause and effect relationships and drawing logical conclusions. Uh, remember that. On the other hand, um, familiarity with the lecturer's delivery style, even spoken and written registers and nonverbal cues like intonation, pause and emphasis 
is also very very important okay um i want you to think about the different purposes of listening and then try to list them out and discuss with your friends uh, okay so again research has also shown that when listening to lectures or even uh, teachers students often face the following problems okay this research was made way back in 1977 by james uh, decoding or recognizing what has been said yeah the problem yeah, that uh, when usually students often face comprehend uh, comprehending like understanding the main and subordinate points delivered and also when it comes to taking notes or uh, writing down quickly briefly and clearly so the main points presented for future reference okay the lecturing style of the uh, lecturer can also cause difficulty okay uh, uh, beside decoding or recognizing what has been said comprehending like understanding the main and subordinate points delivered when it comes to taking notes or written uh, writing down quickly briefly and clearly the main points presented for future reference Um, I give you one example. Some lecturers require students to listen to long stretch of talk without the opportunity to ask any questions and interact in the um, discourse, such as asking for repetition, negotiating meaning, and so on. So normally, students tend to get confused and don't understand what the lecturers talk about. Okay, right after this, we will talk about uh, more uh, in listening in formal or academic context. But first, let's happy and enjoy with this song from The Emotions Best of My Love. Welcome back to OUMH 1303 English for Oral Communication with me Hazra in today's edition. Yes, all about listening in formal or academic context. So earlier on we um talk about some research has shown that when when it comes to listening to lectures, students often face the following problems. Uh, for example taking notes or writing down quickly briefly and clearly comprehending like understanding the main and subordinate points delivered and decoding or recognizing what has been said so in addition uh, students are often expected to combine and process what they hear uh, with other input from handouts uh, OHP transparencies or like videos So lecturer's presentation or lecturing styles include the following. First we have a reading style. For example, the lecturer reads from his or her lecture notes. Uh, the speech is characterized by short tone groups, few change in intonation and use of a falling tone. Ah. And second one is com- uh, conversational style. For example, the lecturer speaks informally with or without notes. using lo- uh, longer tone groups and key sequences that range from high to low and the third one is uh, rhetorical style for example the lecturer is in his element as a performer the presentation is characterized by wide intonation range 
with the lecturer often using the high key and frequently making uh, these uh, digressions and asides. Okay, so we have three styles. We have reading style, conversational style and rhetorical style. Uh, apart from that, the lecturers also often use memorization and rote learning with allowed techniques, chalk and talk, give and talk, for example, materials that, that are uh, given to encourage and also discussion and report and discuss. For example, topics are assigned before the lecture so that usually students participate. So, what you can do if, let's say, you are a student, you need to be aware of some important aspects of lectures, you know, including the ability to differentiate between lectures that give information. Uh, you have to be careful, yeah? You have to be uh, able to differentiate between lectures that give information and those that developed an argument point by uh, point by point or perhaps with a discussion of ideas, creative ideas within the problem-solving framework, okay? So, always remember this differentiate between lectures that give information and those that develop an argument point by point with a discussion of ideas within a problem-solving framework. So, again, whatever style the lecturer used, there will always, always be cues that point listeners to important ideas and information in the lecture. You know, some of these device or cues include stress, intonation of pauses, uh, use of relative clause or other supporting clauses, and also uh, logical, uh, uh, logical connectors, number and other phrases, and lastly, vocal underlining. Okay, we will uh, talk more about this issue right after this. But first, let's happy, enjoy, and cheerful with this song from BG's Saturday Night Fever. people welcome back to english for oral communication thank you very much for still be patient with us and tune into iradio just to listen to my segment english for oral communication in today's edition all about listening in formal and academic context now where were we earlier on okay um, earlier on we talk about some devices or cues include stress intonation and pauses for example falling or rising intonation and long pauses mm, silent and use of relative clauses or other supporting clauses for example the original painting found in 1780 was the most beautiful of okay and then we use uh, we also can have logical connectors number and other phrases like for example and so however first Secondly, uh, secondly, or whatever, you can want to use some logical connectors uh, and other phrases. And then we have vocal underlying. 
for example varying the pace pitch and volume of speech just to emphasize certain important points because you know sometimes the lecturer may also use his body uh, to emphasize certain points especially through the use of hand gestures in delivering lectures both macro and micro markers are often used okay macro markers are higher order discourse markers signaling major changes and emphasis in lectures while micro markers are lower order markers of segmentation and inter sentence connections okay uh, i will share with you some example of macro markers uh, start with segmentation well okay now and right all right temporal at that time after this for the moment eventually then um, as for the causal so then because in view of that therefore as a result or consequently and as for contrast both but only on the other hand and and however and uh, the use the choice of uh, word just to emphasize like of course you can see you see mm, actually obviously unbelievably as you know in fact and naturally okay perhaps you can use some of the examples of macro markers um, when it comes to um, segmentation temporal causal contrast or if you want to emphasize something now what about um, micro markers okay micro markers are less difficult like what i'm going to talk about today is something that you probably already know or hmm, we'll see that or perhaps you can say to begin with or you can say another interesting development was that or perhaps you can use a word like this or that was how and what had happened then was that okay so that is some um, examples of micro markers okay um, again we have a lot of examples in micro markers we have the next thing was this meant that one of the problems was our story doesn't finish there and that's all we'll talk about today okay and lots more um, we will continue about this topic for today but first let's enjoy again with this song and right after this, we will talk about listening for a sequence in ideas. Okay, listeners, back in English for Oral Communication, OUMH1303 in today's edition, Listening Informal and Context uh, and Academic Context. Now, shall we continue more in this topic for today? Listening for Sequence in Ideas. So, as with lecturers, there are other situations which may require you to listen and look out for the sequencing of ideas in speech. Perhaps can you list some cues that you often hear that may tell you which ideas come first and what words tend to follow next? Uh, and perhaps what are some of the sequence words commonly used to organize ideas? Okay. Now, uh, while you do the thinking, let us um, share with you okay, some listening for specific language cues to understand facts and opinions. 
perhaps again I might be um, asking you how can you determine if what a person is saying is a fact or an opinion huh? how can you differentiate that perhaps there are cues which can help you to determine the difference these cues comprise certain words or phrases that uh, signal whether what the speaker is saying is actually a fact or just his or her opinion now let's start with facts determining what is a fact and what is not a fact can be tricky this is because why uh, because something that initially appears to be certain and uh, indisputable may turn out to be not true at all and may actually be just an opinion now a fact is something that has objective reality it is not a matter of perception or opinion and is true. So usually facts can be verified with reliable sources or data and are known with, with uh, some degree of certainty. Facts include uh, statistical data, reports of observation and examples of actual events and happenings. So that uh, normally what we call as facts. Now what about opinions? Opinions... Um, Although we are entitled to our opinions, hmm, this does not this does not mean that all opinions are true. Perhaps opinions, unlike facts, can be very, very subjective. Sometimes they are based on nothing more than prejudice or perhaps wishful thinking. Okay, well, of course, uh, some opinions can be based on a thorough examination of facts or formed after years of study and research. So always remember, opinions are often based on what one believes to be true or on how a person feels about something. Okay, moving on to the listening for meaning from intonation. Uh, again, what is intonation? Okay, you already know what is facts and opinions, but what is intonation? Well, intonation refers to the use of melody and the rise and fall of the voice when speaking. Perhaps it is the musical sound of a language the voice goes up and down in pitch and by this it uh, expresses not only grammatical meaning but also with emotions attitudes and reaction it is therefore important to be able uh, to listen for meaning conveyed by intonation patterns so although there are various intonation patterns in actual speech they basically fall in two main types uh, remember falling intonation and rising intonation okay right after this we will take a look at, uh, at some of these intonation patterns but first let's enjoy with this song Yes, such an inspiring song from Ace of Base, Beautiful Lives, A Beautiful Life. Guess what? A beautiful life we have every day in our daily life, okay? So, take care and um, take good care of your life. Hopefully, you'll be able to happy, cheerful with your life, okay? 
So, um, moving on to the following intonation in English for oral communication, OUMH1303. Okay, earlier on, we talked about various intonation patterns in actual speech, right? And they basically fall into two main types, falling intonation and rising intonation. Now, falling intonation. Well, this type of intonation pattern usually accompanies positive statements or uh, declarative sentence. Keywords are usually signaled by a slightly higher pitch level with a slight fall in intonation. Now, the fall in intonation signals confidence and authority and is often used to gain some attention and make statements. It is also used in answers, commands and some types of questions. Because normally in questions, a falling intonation tells the listener that the person asking the question expects an explanation or perhaps um, expect an agreement with the point expressed. So that is what we call as falling intonation. So what about rising intonation? Well, this type of intonation pattern usually accompanies statements expressing doubt or perhaps you can say yes or no questions. Uh-huh. A rising tone indicates uncertainty and sometimes politeness. It is also used in polite requests and in information-seeking question. Okay, so we have rising and falling intonation. And the last one that I would like to share with all of you is some listening for comprehension from complete discourse rather than from isolated words. So how to take notes? Right. Again, do you know that listening in an academic setting often requires listening to and understanding long, long stretches of discourse? Uh, for example, in listening to lectures or presentations, uh, you need to be able to listen for the main, main ideas and important supporting details. For example, important information within sentences or perhaps to recognize logical connections between sentences to determine the flow of ideas within section of a talk and perhaps to follow closely complete talks. So when it comes to listening, listening to a full-length lecture demands your full concentration and the ability to take notes over a lengthy period of time. So long talks and lectures are often characterized by texts that con- uh, con- contain incomplete sentences, you know, pauses and verbal fillers, organizational cues, rhetorical questions, definitions, conclusions, and even inferences made. Okay, so um, there you go. I've already shared with you some tips, ideas on how to take notes during a talk or lecture. Thank you very much for listening to my segment, English for Oral Communication Edition 2011 in listening in formal and academic context. See you next week in another interesting topic. Bye-bye. Have a good day ahead.